I'm just coming here in my uh, living room. We have a snowstorm here. It's beautiful outside and Eddie just made me a fire. So I'm just kind of relaxing here. And I just want to chat with you all um, tonight about the power of our small business plans. I do have a PowerPoint I can pull up. We can walk through the product and some of those things. But I just want to start, though, by saying that, you know, 2020 really exposed a lot of things to us with our company. And the fact is that we've been in business for 48 years, providing services to empower and protect our families, our neighbors, and most definitely in position to protect our small business community. And 2020 positioned us to really fulfill a mission that we were designed to do. And we always talk about the expected life stages and how we can help. But I don't think any of us really knew the power of having all the unexpected life stages that impacted us in 2020 and how people were going to navigate this, especially our business community. And if any of you join any of our trainings that myself or the Small Business Council do, you'll hear us say over and over that the health of our community is directly tied to the health of our small business community. We can't afford for any of our small businesses to go out of business. It really does impact our entire community. And so when you look at that, I say we've had an opportunity for many, many years. Those of us that have been with the company for quite some time understand that we've had that passion and we've had that opportunity. But today, I truly believe that what we have is more of a responsibility to our friends, to our family, to our neighbors, to our community, to really share with them answers, solutions. And the other thing that I think is really important is for us to think about the times we're living in, in terms of being unconventional. We most definitely are living in unconventional times. And so therefore we have to have an unconventional approach to our conversations today. The same old sales tactics, the, the scripts and the presentations and all those things, the robotic kind of things that happens when it comes to sales. We have to get past that and we have to start really thinking of uncon unconventional ways. So I do want to talk to you a little bit about that, but let me go ahead and bring up my PowerPoint. Uh, Stephanie, can you see this, hon? Yeah, okay, good. So first of all, if any of you are looking to connect to uh, myself or to the information that we have um, that we're using to really stay on top of educating the field, we have an event pretty much every day of the week. We really do. We've ramped things up. Uh, if you look in the newsletter and the calendar, you'll see it. But we have overviews on Tuesdays um, and Fridays and Saturdays now in the United States. We have Wednesdays in Canada. We do training Zooms, no registration required. Just join us every other Wednesday on our Zooms. This is kind of outdated. We have the February, so you can look that up on the calendar. We also have Facebook Lives every other Friday to really train and communicate and walk you through changes, walk you through anything that you're stuck, where you're stuck. And then we do trainings throughout the entire month. The first training coming up in February is February 6th. But you'll see all these things on the calendar. So make sure that you go there. But also make sure you join our Facebook page because that specific page is designed to communicate 
all about small business. So join us there. You'll stay on top of the latest stuff on our Facebook page. And then also, if you're looking for any of the recordings, like if you want my small business overview that I recorded that I do on Tuesdays, if, if you can't be there on Tuesdays with your guests, use the recording, push it out. Or if you can't be in our Zooms and you can't get that, you know, the training that we're doing every other week for an hour on Zoom, go here to Let's Chat Small Business under the resources, under multimedia, you're going to see that we're building an archive, of a library of different trainings. And I have to tell you, the Zoom on January 27th, if you were not on that Zoom, I had Mike Fiffick out of the Fiffick Law Group. I had Mike DuPont out of Wagner, Falcon, and Judd. And they talked to us from a, an attorney's perspective on why we're doing this, why we should be doing this, how to do this. It was phenomenal. It was one of the best trainings I think I've been to in, in, in Legal Shield, especially when it comes to small business. And so make sure you stay connected to us so you can stay really connected to the information. But I have to tell you that, man, 2020, when Don asked me to take over small business in November of 2019, I thought, oh, I just got Ladies of Justice up and running. Do I really want to make this move? And so anyway, but it was so smart. It was strategic because, of course, we didn't know the pandemic was coming, but we put things in place to really give some focus on small business. And what we found is putting some so just some focus on the business itself, it exploded. Small business, I mean, we have not seen these types of sales in small business since really since the inception of small business in a given year. And then on top of that, we realized that they had so many other needs. Business owners had so many other needs. We were already discussing how to make those plans better. So in January, of course, we launched the new products. And so now we really have an opportunity to offer our services tailored to fit the business needs. You know how we used to have caps on, I'm gonna go forward here for a second, Stephanie. You know how we used to have caps on who we could offer the services to, right? Where it would say that, um, you know, you could only have the plans if you had 100 employees or less. Well, the new plans have removed all those things. And so what is exciting about that is now you really can take this marketing sheet. You can sit with the business owner and talk to them about their specific need. It doesn't matter if they have 10 employees, doesn't matter if they have 100 employees, doesn't matter if they have 250 employees, what do they need? How can we fit them the best, right? How can we give them the legal plan that's really going to maximize opportunities for them to bring them value? So our small business 10, we know used to be small business 10, is now called our essentials. What's exciting about this, it's only $10 more a month, but what we've done in this tailored process is give additional features and benefits and multi-state users. So let me just kind of briefly share with you, I think, what is the most powerful plan. And that is our Small Business Plus and our Small Business Pro. Let me explain to you why. In these plans, we still have the same concept. They must be for-profit, not publicly traded. They still have, as you see on here, two, three, and five designated users on the plans. They still have to be one plan, you know, one business, rather one plan, two businesses, two plans. Those things are the same. We just removed that employee headcount. It made no sense to have it there. But 
for years, we've asked for things. We've asked, well, why can't we have multiple state coverage? What, you know, my business has business interests outside my state. Starting at the Small Business Plus plan, they can actually have their law firm either give them advice in multiple states or even help them with writing letters, making phone calls, doing uh, collection letters, half of their benefits in the plus plan, out of state matters. If that firm can't do it, for instance, you know, if I'm in Maryland and, and our law firm here in Maryland is Freeman, Frommy and Thrush, and they're also the law firm in Virginia. But the law firm in Pennsylvania, right across the other state line, is the FIFIC law firm. So if I called in with this plan and I, I had business consultation questions for out-of-state, out-of-Maryland marketplace, if it's Virginia, Freeman, Frommy, and Thrush is probably going to be able to help me because they're licensed to practice there too. But what if they're not licensed to practice business law in Pennsylvania? Well, now when I tap the app, they're going to say, Melissa, we're going to get you in contact with the Fifth Law Group or referral attorney to give you that advice with your business. Now, I want you to think of the power of this family. I'm a small business owner. I'm sitting in Maryland with business interests in multiple states. If I had to go find an attorney, not only in my state, but out of state in Virginia or West Virginia, Pennsylvania, wherever I'm doing business, how do I find these attorneys? I may have a local attorney in my jurisdiction that helps me, right, my city that helps me, but how do I find these other attorneys? How do I also pay their high hourly rates? I hope you understand the power of wherever the business owner has access to their phone, they have access to their firm, that they simply, no matter where their issue, their business-related issue is, from the convenience of their office, on their way into the business, whatever the case is, they tap the app, they'll be able to ask the question, and our system takes over. And it's this particular program is only $99 a month. When you look at a business attorney, they charge $400 an hour. $400 an hour, $99 a month. This is about 20 minutes of a business attorney's time for an entire month's worth of service. Which one is small business budget friendly? Which one's gonna give them the ability not to limit or prioritize their questions or their issues? Which one's gonna allow them to be proactive and preventive in their day-to-day -day decisions? It's this type of plan. The reason why they don't use the legal system, it's time consuming, complicated, and expensive. With Legal Shield, we're simple, easy, and affordable. We have to get that message out to them. It's critical for us to get this message out to them. Not only do we add the ability to have multi-state interests, business interests covered, family, we also added custom contract drafting where we've asked for years, why can't they help us write a contract? Well, they could at a 25%. And then they would say, well, how much is that going to cost us? We never could give them an answer. Now we can tell them up to a 25-page document at a flat fee of $250. What? If they want a trademark or a copyright, we, we do one a year, an additional at a flat fee. If they need an employee handbook, we do want a significant reduced rate. All of this is built into our program. We've always asked, why can't we have business audit coverage? Starting with this plus plan, they get 25 hours if their business taxes are audited. It's a phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal plan. Now, 
What I love, though, honestly, I'm just going to be very candid with you, is the Small Business Pro product. This is $169 a month. Now, family, don't freak out over the premium. Don't fear the discussion of premium. If you can show value, this, this premium is nothing. So write this down for me, $169 plus $14.95. And the reason why I say $14.95 is because that's also our trial defense supplement for business. That's giving the business owner 100 hours in the event of the business being sued. Now, this plan can have up to five users. Five people can be using this plan to make decisions on behalf of this business. They're able to ask all the in and out of state matter questions. They're able to get, listen, 40 contracts and documents up to 25 pages at length reviewed. They're able to get the 40 letters um, and phone calls made on their behalf. They're, they're able to have 50 hours in the event of the business tax returns being audited, right? They get 15 debt collection letters. This, this plan, the employee handbook at a significant reduced rate, one trademark of copyright per year, all these services are included. This is a full service in and out of state business coverage for about, let's just say $185 a month. Let's go back to that scenario I gave you of $400 an hour. This is less than 30 minutes of a business attorney's time to be able to protect this small business. Now, Mike Fiffick said the other day something that I thought was extremely powerful, Stephanie. He said, one of the first things that we have to understand is that business owners don't think of having legal situations until it becomes legal. They're not being proactive and preventive. That's why they'll say, well, I really don't have any legal issues. Yeah, but you're making decisions every day that can and will lead to legal issues. So a startup business, to successorship. What does that mean? That means from the entrepreneur, the startup business, all the way to the end of life of that business, successorship. And by the way, every business owner should have a successorship plan in place, just like we should have our wills in place. So write that down because these are discussions I'm having with business owners. Do you have your successorship plan in place? If you become incapacitated and you can't make business decisions, who's going to make those decisions on your behalf? If you're actually obviously looking at transitioning, if something happens to you and someone has to take over that business upon your death, how does that work? These things are important. But what Mike said the other day was that every business, their very first hire should be their legal counsel. And this illustration really gave me an aha moment. And he said, quite frankly, and he agreed with me in terms of don't, don't worry about this premium. This premium is nothing. Honestly, to us, it looks like a lot because we're used to $24.95, but this to a business owner should be nothing. He said, if you look at the $169 premium, well, I'm going to say the $185 because of the fact that I think trial defense is critical, especially today. Um, but he said your first hire should be your law firm. Now, let's say you hired a traditional attorney for a full 40-hour work week to be sitting in your business. How much would that cost you? 400 times 40, if you could get them to do that, to sit in your office, that would be expensive. We couldn't afford it. 
But through our process, do you understand? If you took that 40 hour work week, multiplied it by four, which is 160 hours, and then you actually took the, the premium amount that they would pay for our services, do you realize that they would only be paying $1.15 an hour a dollar fifteen an hour, not even close to minimum wage, to have their attorney sitting in their office, sitting next to them on a, in the chair next to them in their office, or as I would say, having their phone sitting on their desk is having their firm sitting on their desk. He said, "Now, Melissa," he said, "Envision this." He said, "If they had an attorney sitting in the office, and a question came up, what do you think they'd say, family? They'd say, what do you think about this?'" What should I do about that? Hey, I received notification from the city. I'm not sure what that means. I got a letter from IRS the other day and all I saw was IRS and I freaked out. Can you take a look at this for me? Hey, listen, I've got some contracts sitting here in my drawer and while you're sitting here doing nothing, can you look at those contracts for me? He said, Melissa, they put me to work if I was sitting in their office all day long. He said, that's what we do though. We are literally sitting in their office all day long for $1.15 an hour but they don't see us, right? Because they're not picking up the phone. They're not thinking progressively. He said, we've got to get the visual into their head that when they have their phone sitting at their desk and they have this program, all they have to think of is look at that phone and say, what if, and tap the app. What if, and tap the app. I'm not sure about that, tap the app. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is brilliant. For $1.15 an hour, Look, if you're going to hire any employee that you can hire at $1.15 an hour that can bring you value to your, to your business, we jump all over it. And let alone having the power of the law firm be that employee. Stephanie, to me, it's just, it's amazing. And of course, I'm using the highest price point. When you scale it down, it continues to go down from there. One of the problems that we have, family, is that we take these plans and we read this sheet from right to left. We start at the, the bottom and we work our way up. And in reality, we should start at the far right and work our way down so that they can say, oh, well, we have all these things, but you really don't need that much. Okay, but let's look at this next tier for you. It's easier to go down than it ever is to go up, right? Does that make sense? So in wrapping this up on my part, and if there's questions, Stephanie, I, I don't mind answering any questions, but I think for me, I think the big thing, and I'm, I'm gonna go really, to this slide right here. The unexpected life stages of, or business stages that business owners are dealing with. You have to get good at saying to them, listen, this is, we are living in unconventional times and we need unconventional resources. You need attorneys that are up to date with employee related matters with obviously with not only landlord tenant issues in terms of homes, but commercial, right? The healthcare issues, the financial concerns. What are you able to do in terms of your obligations to protect your employees and or their uh, or your clients? Are you able to allow your employees to come to work when they're showing symptoms or can you force them to stay at home? Are you mandated to make sure that your employees are tested? Are you allowed to, to test your employees? These are the things that we need to start talking about, out of the box type of conversations. Mike and Mike told me 
there are some things that we need to address, but one big thing we need to address is something called a pandemic rescue plan. I used this the other day at a networking event, and I said to all the business owners, listen, I need to talk to you as a business owner and to all of the people that you do business with. Litigation attorneys are lining up to check out business practices. You have to have things in writing. What is your, your pandemic rescue plan? Do you have it in writing? What does it say about your rules of social distancing and the CDC guidelines? Are you posting it? Are you complying it? Do you know what it means? What is the working conditions of your employees in the workplace and out of the workplace because you need a remote working policy. It's mandated in writing. You have to have these things. Are you permitted to make an employee go home if they're, are you, are you allowed to rather allow, a mandate I should say, that's right, mandate an employee to go home if they're showing symptoms? Are you permitted to mandate them to be tested? Are you permitted to say to them, you must get vaccinated? These are unconventional things, I get it, but these policies have to be in writing because litigation attorneys are lining up to talk to employees about their treatment, about the, the way that they've been feeling, about the things that are in writing and how those conditions and environments have been. And if the employer does not have these things in writing, who do you think it's going to fall back on? So it's not just a matter today of having your employee handbook in place. It's a, it's a matter of also having your remote working policy in place. It's a, it's a matter of getting your pandemic rescue plan in place. See, when I look at this picture, I see a small business community, Main Street America, that looks peaceful, quiet, calm, and reserved on the outside. But on the inside, family, they have a whirlwind of questions and concerns and issues. They're navigating these new challenges, new circumstances, new environments. They just, ooh, they can't sleep at night. We have answers. And remember, I said, no more conventional approaches. Can you imagine, Stacy, if I called you today and said, Stacy, I'm calling on you because I want to prospect. I'm sorry, Stephanie. I said, I'm calling and I want to prospect you, Stephanie. Uh, because I want to present a product to you because hopefully I can close you, right? Because we learn how to prospect, present, and close. We may not say those things out loud, but when they're in our minds, they come out that way. I'm asking you to have a whole nother conversation today. I'm asking you to do community outreach. It's all about community outreach for me. It's all about the education of who we are and what we do. So can you imagine... Stephanie, I call you and say, Stephanie, I'm calling my business community because I'm prospecting you. I want to present to you because I want to close you. It's words. It's not heartfelt. On the other hand, if I'm doing community outreach, I call you and say, you know what, Stephanie, I'm a business owner here in the community as well. And I'm doing community outreach to our small business community. Because you know what? Today, more than ever, Stephanie, we need to come together and share resources. It's so critical for us to share the resources to help each other, support each other in business. My company for 48 years has been doing just that. We have been offering resources to small businesses. And I want to make sure that I educate you on what those services are. I just want to come by and have a conversation with you. After that conversation, I might be able to share with you how we can help you solve problems. 
if, if you don't see the value of what the conversation is about, no worries. I'm just excited knowing that I have a new friend in our business community and we can continue to lock arms and we can continue to serve our community because I know you're like me. We can't afford not one of our fellow small business owners to go out of business. And so therefore it's important for us to know each other and share these resources. Can I swing by and talk to you? Can I have a conversation with you? So family, I don't do prospecting, presenting, and closing. I do community outreach, conversations, and problem solving. And that's, I'm telling you, that approach is, it's coming from your heart. It's not coming from your head. And they're so more receptive to that because you truly do mean it. I know you mean it. I know I mean it. And they can feel that. So Stephanie, I'm going to stop there and see if there's any questions for me, but i so appreciate the opportunity to share with you from at least my heart. I think what it is that we're doing and it's so important. Yes, thank you so much, Melissa. And we do have um, some questions for you if you do have some time. Sure. Um, okay, so are there mobile apps for the business plans? It's the same mobile app as our family coverage. It's always been that way. And I was a little frustrated about it when I first took this position, quite frankly. Um, but actually, I'm a little bit more motivated about it today. I kind of worked an angle into it that's actually working. So when you enroll a member, a small business member, traditionally, we're also going to talk to them about their personal issues, correct? We're never going to just walk away just with the business plan. We're always going to say, you know, Stephanie, just like we're protecting your business, we know that business owners also have issues personally. And we're dealing with unexpected personal challenges. And so can I share with you how just for a few more dollars a month, you could also protect your family needs. If you see value, that's great because it is one app. But if you don't, no worries. When I help you activate your app, okay, this is what I'm going to say to you. Now, Stephanie, listen, traditionally, most of our business owners have the family and small business coverage. Now, I understand today you're going to go ahead and just protect your business, which I am so excited about. But just understand here on your app, there's a few features that are not unlocked for you. For instance, the traffic-related area for moving violations and assistance, the estate planning to get your affairs in order, or the 24-7 access for emergency situations. Now, if you ever want to unlock those features, like I mentioned, for as, for as little as $24.95 a month, we can get that set up for you. But in the meantime, I just wanted to make sure you understand how the app will work for you. And by doing that, it's so funny how so many business owners were like, well, you know what? I do need my will done. What does that 24-7 do? You know, so it's actually helped us kind of upsell because it is on one app. So let's not look at it as a negative. Let's look at it as a positive and just, but make sure we're setting the proper expectations when we are helping the business owner activate their app. Okay. All right. Great. All right. And then our next one is, can designated users be changed throughout the membership? Yeah. So the business owner himself has to, um, first of all, if they want to use it, they have to list themselves. Okay. They will be one of the authorized users if they list themselves. If they don't list themselves, they can't use it. However, they are responsible, the business owner is responsible for adding or removing or changing any of the designated users. And they have to do that through, uh, through corporate, through member services. And of course, member services is going to have them uh, forward that via email or scan because it has to have a signature for it. Okay, perfect. All right. 
Um, and then the next question is um, previous small business plans, are they continued as they were enrolled in? Mm -hmm. Okay, so just continue on. All right, um, where is the commonly asked questions around COVID-19 to be found? So we have under small business, they've moved some stuff around in LS Engage. Um, but if you go into LS Engage to resources and type in COVID, it should bring up two sheets right now. One is um, what business owners should know about uh, employment law and um, I think the um, economic relief packages. And then the other one is specific to the business owner about business related questions. So you'll see there's two of them there. Now I do have Mike and Mike reviewing those because I really want them to add the pandemic rescue plan, right? Or I want them to add the remote working clause, the importance of also the employee handbook and what's that mean today. Um, and then of course, any of the other things that they can think of that really needed to be added because we made these documents back in like April, uh, early May. And so we wanna obviously progress with different questions because we're obviously navigating differently today, so. Okay, all right, perfect. And then I have one final question that was texted to me and they are curious if we um, know what the top five industries are for the small business memberships. Well, you know, it's fascinating. Um, they were, I've asked for all this data, I haven't received it. But just myself, in terms of just my conversations or in our trainings of talking to associates, I haven't really pinpointed like one industry that's higher than another because all businesses have challenges. Mm -hmm. And so I think to me anyway, I think it's important for us to just go out and share with everybody, not though from the point of view, we're saying, okay, well, all daycare should be concerned about liability of being sued. No, it, we, we shouldn't be saying to them what we think they have issues in dealing with. What we need to do is have conversations with them with these sheets and just say to them things like, you know what, Stephanie, let me just ask you a few questions. If you had a law firm, let's just say hypothetically, you could actually hire a law firm for $1.15 an hour or less and you have this law firm work for you, tell me how much work do you think they would do for you, right? First of all, they all, all three of these plans have unlimited consultation, but if they had to do debt collection letters a month, how many would that possibly be? Also, if you had contracts or documents, and by the way, all of our contracts and documents need to have a re-review because once again, we need new disclaimers today. We're navigating different times today. So how many contracts or documents, you know, do you currently use or have on file? And also what's the average page size of those contracts and documents? Because see, now our actual documents and contracts go up in length based on the, the particular plan. Also, I'd ask questions like, Stephanie, let me ask you, do you just really do your business here in this town or do you have business interest in multiple states? Are you concerned about your business taxes being audited? Are you concerned about the threat of consumer lawsuits? I'm going to ask you these questions and as you answer those things, I'm going to circle on that sheet the things that you're telling me that are really relevant to your business. And I'm going to say to you, Stephanie, we've just customized the legal plan to fit your particular business needs because they're all different. So you're only paying for what you need. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's good. That's good. I like that. That's perfect.
Yep. I like it. I'm so glad that we had you on tonight. I knew we needed this. We've had a lot of um, team members reaching out, having questions, and we've been telling them, get on the trainings, get on the trainings, get on the trainings. So for you to take the time, I know you're extremely busy, but for you to take out the time to spend with just the more success team associates, I cannot thank you enough for doing this. I appreciate it. And um, I know you will see the more success team killing it in the small business space because we have a lot um, of associates that are that are focusing on that space. So well, thank you so much. I, I, no, I appreciate it. And because this really, um, obviously we're family, right? The more team, you guys have always been family to me and Eddie. I also just want to leave this one thing with you as well. And that is, we've got to get out of our own way. We've got these mental blocks. They're called excuses. We have no time for excuses anymore, family. I want you to really take this seriously. If, if you want, I want you to think about your warm market. I want, to, I want you to think about the businesses that you frequent, the businesses that you like, the business owners that go to church with you, the business owners that live in your community. You think about these people. And, and honestly, I can probably say that all of us have that chicken list and we've never approached these people. And it could be for any of those excuses in our head. It could be because we were intimidated. We didn't want to change the relationship. We didn't think we knew enough about the products or services. We didn't know if we could overcome their objections or answer their questions. I don't care what's in our head. These these things have stopped us from sharing. And I get that. I've been there and I'm still that way sometimes today. But I have to shake myself and say this. How would I feel if I went to actually one of my favorite restaurants here in town and I went to that restaurant and there's a big close sign on the door. And I find out later that the reason why that business closed is because they couldn't manage their accounts receivable. They had contracts they didn't understand. They got into bad contracts. They had commercial leasing issues. They had equipment and vendor issues. They were sued. They were audited. If they had a legal situation that caused them to go out of business, and I could have helped them, but I kept it to myself because the little voices in my head said I wasn't prepared for that, to have that conversation. How would you feel? How would you feel? Would you feel guilty about that? I know I would. And if that's the case, allow that emotion to be the emotion that drives you past the negative in your head. Because it's not about you. It's about them and helping you. I mean, sorry, helping them. And so the way I kind of look at this, let's say, Stephanie, I was afraid to talk to you because I didn't want to change our relationship. This is what I would do today. I'd call you and say, I'd give the reason. Stephanie, you and I have been friends for quite some time. And I know you're a successful business owner. You know I am one as well. And the reason why I haven't talked to you about how our services work and what we do for business owners like you is because, quite frankly, I didn't want to make our relationship awkward. Or I was intimidated by you because you are a successful business owner. Or I knew that you already had attorneys for your business, so I thought maybe you wouldn't need it. Or maybe I just prejudged the fact that, you know what, you were already squared away and there was nothing really that you'd want to do with our services. But you know what? Shame on me. Shame on me for not coming to talk to you sooner. And here's what I do know, that for 48 years, we've served businesses like yours, like mine. And if I found out later that something happened to your business and I could have helped, but I kept this to myself, I'd feel guilty about that. So what I'd ask you to do is I can just share this with you. If you see value, I'd love to help you. If not, we will still part friends. Fair enough. We've got to do this, family. 
Get out of your own way. It's not about you. If they ask you a question you can't answer, so what? Tell them you'll bring the answer back, right? It doesn't matter. What matters is you can't afford to allow them to go out of business because you kept it to yourself. So you are, you are so good at saying the right things. I mean, you, you just, I just wish I could just put you in my pocket and take you everywhere I go <laughs> or have a recording and say, okay, here you go. This is why, because <laughs> you are so good at, at just coming up with the perfect things to say. So thank you so much. I know I have two pages of notes and, um, I, I mean, I, I thank you so much for taking the time to do this. We greatly appreciate it. You were getting tons of accolades in the chat box. And so we appreciate it very much. And we all love you, adore you, and thank you for, you know, leading the way, taking the helm, the helm of the small business and um, rocking it. And so we are going to be there to support you. And um, you will see the more success team on those leaderboards. So Thanks. thank you so much. Thanks, Stephanie. Thanks, Jeremy. See y'all later, honey. All right. And for the more success team, just remember we have another call in 20 minutes. We're going to do a follow-up for Marty's um, training last week. Marty Wynn absolutely knocked it out of the park with his training. It was unbelievable. And we had follow-up wanting to know how to do some of the things that, you know, how to find some of the reports he was talking about, how to um, kind of implement some of the, some of the things that he was talking about. And so that's what we're going to talk about on the training tonight. We're going to go a little bit more in depth. So he told us what we need to do. And tonight we're going to show you how to do it. So make sure you plug in in 19 minutes um, to the next more success team networking Perfect. zoom. Um, but remember, it's, the, it's a different Zoom. Remember, business. this was the business solutions dial in. Make sure you dial in using the networking Zoom. And so as always, I will carry on Paul's tradition with the sign off and say, remember to keep God first, your family second, and Legal Shield third, and everything else will take care of itself. See you in 30 or 20 minutes. Bye. <laughs>